Saint Jerome, also known as Jerome of Stridon, was a Latin priest, confessor, theologian, and historian who died in 420 AD. He said this, the word was made flesh that we might pass from the flesh into the word. Good morning, everyone. Today, I'm um, sharing my thoughts on what does it mean to celebrate Christmas in a COVID world, specifically how the arc of the Jesus story has enabled us to pass from flesh into the word. But before we rip into it, let's first pray. Jesus, we come into your presence. May the thoughts I share today be yours. May my words be yours. And may people hear what you want them to hear as we approach Christmas. Amen. Amen. So in six days, we celebrate the beginning of the story, which in the fullness of its arc is the greatest thing ever to happen to humanity. The birth then life and subsequent ministry of Jesus, then the overcoming of death of Jesus is the greatest thing ever to happen to us. It is a story that at the time seemed to end prematurely in death, in denial, recrimination, and terror of association. But three days later, it is the greatest comeback story there ever was and has been since, and the most significant paradigm shift the world has ever seen. COVID-19 or not, no matter what is going on in our lives or in the world, that is what we celebrate on Christmas Day, the beginning of what was to become the most significant life that has been lived, and the possibility the life of Jesus presents for all of us. So as we all know that Jesus was the long-promised king of kings, but the rub was, and still is, Jesus was a very different type of king. Kings were supposed to be rich, command vast armies and swaths of land, crush their foes and free the people from slavery. Instead, this king was born amongst animals, ended up hanging out with the uncool crowd and spoke in seeming riddles to the powerful. To top it off, he ended up having the type and style of death only reserved for the lowest, scummiest criminals. Jesus was a paradox. It is impossible for us to comprehend just how radical the life and teachings of Jesus were. This is because Jesus' teachings imbue every part of our lives, so much so they seem self-evident. But the social context in which he lived was so different to how he spoke and what he stood for. In Matthew 5, as part of the Sermon of the Mount, Jesus referred to the dominant means of resolving conflict at the time, which was an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. I.e. retribution was how justice was served. Jesus blew that apart when he said, turn the other cheek and forgive your enemies. He said as his second greatest commandment in Mark 12, to love your neighbour as yourself. And in Matthew 7, to do unto others as you would have them do unto you. He said, 
be not afraid. Now, this was in a world where fear that unless you made the appropriate sacrifice, hell might befall you. Gods were capricious, uneven, and unpredictable. God was out there, but Jesus was saying, have a personal relationship with me. His influence, which is still emerging into its fullness, now imbues every single aspect and level of our lives in such a pervasive way we cannot see it. Cultural icons in our recent history, Gandhi, Tafiti, Martin Luther King, Mother Teresa, Nelson Mandela, all preached messages that were first animated by Jesus. Even the fruit of the spirit, kindness, has been used in our COVID-19 messaging. Jesus invented being kind as a thing. In social media speak, Jesus was the original influencer. Every single thing that has happened since, the Industrial Revolution, ending of slavery, emancipation of women, discovery of penicillin, uh, Einstein's work on relativity, the outstanding art that has been created, landing humans on the moon, even an amazing telescope, which is about 300 steps later going to be launched into the universe, all of it pales into insignificance when compared to the life and impact of Jesus. And I would go further and say that without that, all of those events would not have been possible without the revolution that the birth of Jesus kicked off. The idea that every human is made in the image of and of God, that each human life, regardless of skin colour, gender, ability level, economic value add, or good lookingness, is precious and has a unique and divine purpose as a Christian notion. It did not come from nowhere. It is a key message of Jesus, and it underpins much of our societal framework. Jesus' influence is everywhere in our daily lives. The fact we stop at stop signs relies on us all doing unto others. And the fact our relationships survive is because people choose to turn the other cheek instead of living by an eye for an eye. We don't lop off the limbs of people who steal, cut out the tongues of those who say nasty things to us because of the teachings of Jesus. Consider the iPhone. It would not exist without the intellectual property protection and trust that if I invest in development, someone won't rip my idea off. By preaching, do unto others, do not steal, and so on, Jesus made the iPhone possible. I'm not sure we should thank Jesus for that or not. <laughs> Without the Jesus revolution, why wouldn't we all possess slaves? What thought system would there be to counter this? Wouldn't it be okay to deny democratic rights to the uncool crowd? Would voting even exist? Wouldn't it be okay to, to euthanise the infirmed, disabled, and those who no longer meet an arbitrary standard of economic value? Wouldn't we all be laws unto ourselves? This is what we celebrate on the 25th of December, the beginning 
of a life which created the necessary conditions for human flourishing on all levels. It is because of our technologies, approaches and ways we organise ourselves that millions are lifted out of poverty every single year. None of it has happened without a basic set of rules. And those rules were made possible by the life and teachings of Jesus. His life, life after death and teachings were then animated by the Holy Spirit. This amazing unfolding of God's grand narrative for humanity began when Jesus was born on Christmas Day. Jesus is without doubt the most influential and consequential human ever to have walked on the earth. On the 25th, we remember his birth. Because of his impact and his ongoing impact every day, we celebrate, regardless of whatever is wrong in the world and our lives, and especially in spite of COVID-19. So what does it mean to celebrate Christmas during a time of COVID? It means to be full of hope and thankful for all that is good and works in our world. It means being full of gratitude for the beginning of the life of Jesus, because without his life, what might have become of us? I strongly suggest we would not be here living like we do, with the freedoms we enjoy, even if they've been curtailed by COVID. Before I close, I want to address one thing that to me is more serious than COVID, and that is fear. Fear of the unvaccinated, fear of anti-vaxxers, fear of the government, of COVID, of death, of long COVID. Fear has pervaded public and private discourse. We have all consumed a daily diet of numbers of cases and COVID deaths from overseas that, while informative, serve a purpose of driving fear. If we boil down all human emotions, they are animated by two distinct domains, love and fear. Last week, Jenny um, ruthlessly stole my punchline without meaning it, when she told us that the phrase, be not afraid, appears in the Bible 366 times, one time for every year, every day of the year and leap year. The word love, though, appears 541 times. And I reckon that is a good indicator of God's priority and where our focus should be. If you ask people what is their biggest fear, it is often of death. While Jesus conquered even death. As believers in Jesus, we need not fear anything even COVID-19, even the unvaccinated, the non-mask wearers, the rich, the poor, the winners or the losers, even the gangs. So I encourage you to be a witness to Jesus by being fearless this Christmas, to choose love over fear. Celebrating Christmas during COVID is celebrating the freedom that comes from the essential truth that we are each created in the image of and of God, that we are loved, valuable and worthy regardless of what we get up to, even the worst of our behaviour. Celebrating that all we need to do is say yes to Jesus. 
we celebrate the full arc of the influence of Jesus the man, Jesus the paradoxical king, Jesus the saviour of each of us. We particularly celebrate the word who became flesh, conquered death, so that we might move from the flesh into the word. Above all, we celebrate freedom over fear of death, of loss, of not being enough or having enough, and especially of COVID-19. Thanks for listening.